I'm James Milley. And I'm Alex Mito. And this is The Artist Business Plan. Your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs hosted by Superfine Art Fair. Hello, business artists. You're listening to The Artist Business Plan, which means you're certifiably awesome. I'm James Milley, co-founder of Superfine Art Fair, the most widespread art fair for independent artists in the U.S., and one of the top resources to learn about all things art. Today, we've got Marina Granger here uh, with us once again. Marina is going to share her thoughts on adapting in an ever-changing market. I'm very excited to hear what she has to say, but first, I've got an amazing offer here just for you ABP listeners. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and yes, Miami. These are just a few of the places where you and your art can meet your next collector when you sign up and exhibit with us at Superfine Art Fair. Join the number one art fair for independent artists as we travel across the United States reaching thousands of qualified in-person art buyers at every single fair. And prepare yourself for success with a full suite of business resources like our very own podcast, which you're listening to right now. Superfine started with the connection between artists and an eager, empowered, qualified buying audience. So many alternatives didn't provide any real value for the artists who spent their precious time, hard-earned money, and major effort mounting and exhibiting their work without the results to back it up. And that meant it was time for something new. For seven years, Superfine has focused on breaking down these barriers and creating sustainable economic opportunities for artists to build careers from our fair. To find your place at a Superfine fair, simply visit www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Don't miss the chance to be a part of the top business artist community in the world. And when you mention the artist business plan, you'll receive a $150 credit on your booth, no matter what size or city you choose. So that's $150 off. Just go online to www.superfine.world sell hyphen your hyphen art to set up your qualification call with James and get started selling your art with Superfine today. Again, that's www.superfine.world sell hyphen your hyphen art. All right, so we are back here with Marina Granger. Marina has nearly 15 years of experience working in the New York City art world. She holds a master's degree in art history and a special place in her heart for artists, as we do all. But (laughs) Um, she has uh, curated independently and contributed to various publications. She is also the founder of the Artist Advisory with the purpose to demystify the art market and offer support, guidance, and honest answers to enable artists to take their careers to the next level. Welcome back to the Artist Business Plan, Marina. Thank you so much for having me. It feels like home to be back, you know? (laughs) It's nice. I think Um, we're... If you weren't our first guest ever, like like even before the podcast when we were doing webinars, I mean you you you've been a guest quite a few times. It's it's always always feels like home to have you here, Marina. Oh my gosh, totally. And I gotta add one quick thing. You know, I recently, I maybe it was too late, but I did send an updated bio, but probably too late. That's like the story of my life. But oh I gotta my- say, James, lately, um or recently, I became a Reiki master. And I also am uh, certified in classical Chinese feng shui. So for the artists that are open to it, I use spiritual tools in addition to these very practical skills that I've picked up uh, in my experience uh, working in the art world for so long. Uh, 
to help them navigate the art world. I mean, that's amazing. I still make sure that I am facing the doorway because of your advice on how the uh, you as the, the ruler of your, your own kingdom, your own um, sanctuary, you need to be seeing uh, where when someone is coming in. So uh, yeah. I been sure to either be looking at the door or have a mirror facing the door. So uh, definitely anyone listening, uh, Marina has very legitimate, serious feng shui knowledge. So yeah, thank you. I'm so glad you're still doing that. It's super important just oh my to God. be open to opportunity too, when you face the door. Totally. Exactly. Um, well, Marina, to, to help our audience get to know you a little better, uh, if they haven't listened to our previous episodes, can you describe the services that you offer through the artist advisory? Yeah. So, um, I have a, hmm, I'm like, which one do I tell you about first? <laughs> so, all right. So first and foremost, I got to tell you why I started the artist advisory before we really dive into the services. I worked as a gallery director for many, many years, and I saw so many talented artists get the runaround. And I was just so frustrated seeing talented artists who had all the potential in the world to really put themselves out there and be seen by the right audience for them. Uh, I was so frustrated that this wasn't happening because nobody was speaking, right? There, nobody was giving out the answers and I had the answers. And when I realized how powerful the internet really is, and the internet is the ultimate democratizing tool for visual artists. With the internet, they're able to connect to anyone and everyone. They no longer need these gatekeepers. So ultimately what I provide is a space for artists to step into their authenticity so they get into in front of the right audience and really present their work at the level that it deserves. Now, I do that mostly through my online signature program called the Artist Advisory, uh, the Artist Academy. <laughs> I definitely like, what is it called, when uh, you've got, uh, you know, the Artist Academy, the Artist Advisory, where you have two right. words with the same starting letter. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, have, I forgot what that's called. But my, my uh, uh, different sizes of my artwork, I have standard statement and collector sizes. And the standard and statement, I'm just like, why did I make these such similar words? Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so I hear you. <laughs> um, James, by the way, like the one thing I really love uh, about all the, like, the logistical side of your artwork is the pricing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank and you. how they're all basically angel numbers. Yep, yep. There's a lot, lot, of, lot of double numbers going on there. <laughs> I love that so much. So yeah, so I work with artists inside my online group program. Um, I'm working to make it uh, it's also available um, or will be available as a pre-recorded self-guided course, uh, making it more available and more accessible to artists everywhere. And I also offer occasionally one-to-one -one guidance uh, in the form of a VIP program. So my underlying kind of um, 
motto is I'm here to teach you how to fish, not to fish for you. Because when I work with artists, the goal here is to give them the guidance that they deserve, the answers that they deserve, so they can choose their own path and pave it on their own as well. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you, Marina. And and definitely, I, I uh, am a longtime fan of that, that phrase of um, teaching someone how to fish, not just fishing for them. So I, I love that. Um, but very cool. So Marina, we've got a few questions here for you today. Uh, so the last time you were on, we talked about how to DIY your own publicity and marketing. Uh, but every good marketer knows that trends change and it's important to stay up to date. What are the best ways to stay informed about changes in the market? Well, you know, I think the key here is to understand that everyone has their own special market, right? We tend to think of the market as a general market that applies to everyone. But your audience right now is your market. So you really need to tune in to what they want, right? And while it feels kind of good uh, to ruminate in the results of the greater art market, those results are usually all about the auction season, right? Or sales at major art fairs, uh, which, you know, you could participate in. But for example, art fairs like Freeze and Basel, which these are totally different. They have a totally different audience than many artists. Uh, And what you need to do is really tune into your audience. So the number one tip on how to do this is if you're on social media, specifically on Instagram, I advise you to go into your stories, right? People always underestimate the value of creating a story, But if you create stories with interactive stickers, like the poll, multiple choice, or question sticker, then you can start to engage with your audience, which is really your particular market. And you can ask them like, hey, how are you guys today? And you could do the question sticker and then create another slide and say, hey, uh, do you what do you like about my work? And give them a multiple choice answer or and you know, whatever it is, you can have a final, you know, uh, line that says all the above, (laughs) right? And like, keep it positive. And then you could say, well, uh, do you have one of my artworks? Uh, And then you can say, what's stopping you from having one, right? And using these interactive stickers, uh, or what, instead of saying maybe what's stopping you from having one, what propelled you to buy one of these? what propelled you to collect my work and share those answers in your stories as well. I love that. And, and really one of the the best tips for understanding your audience is to interview them and you can interview them separately, right? You can, uh, uh, set up a, a coffee time or a virtual meeting and you can literally interview that one person or like you're saying the the Instagram stories you're essentially interviewing a, a larger group of people um, in a in a more efficient way <laughs> and so uh, so that's I think that's a, a really great way to, to look at it you're also going to be seeing 
the most engaged people on your Instagram are going to be the ones who are responding. So that, that makes total sense. Um, and then also the other thing I was going to say is just, you're absolutely right with these being entirely different markets, right? Like maybe there's trends in like what people are liking or something like that, as far as what kind of art to make. But at the end of the day, like the, the, blue chip art world, if you will, uh, is, is going to be incredibly different than an artist who is, uh, seeking out their audience right now. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just an, a whole different ball game. <laughs> um, so even though you're both artists, it's, it's, uh, better to kind of treat yourself, um, not like this, this, uh, artist who's having auctions and is being like, traded on like a secondary market and everything, you know, it's, it, you, you are an independent entrepreneur who happens to be an artist and you're selling your art and kind of treating yourself like other entrepreneurs is probably the, the better, um, the better strategy. Absolutely. And just to quickly add to that, you know, you are an individual as an artist and your work is truly unique because it's greatly informed by your perspective. So just like your work is truly unique, so is the market around it, right? There might be general niches that you fall into, but treat your audience as if they're your own unique community and see what they want. Yeah, exactly. And then that actually leads really nicely into our next question. So uh, Marina, it seems like there is a new trending hashtag or viral video every hour nowadays. Uh, not everything is relevant to artists, like you're saying. You have your own audience. Um, so how soon is too soon to jump on something that is trending? And is it even worth your time? You know, this is such a good question because it applies to literally, like it applies to not just artists, but literally anyone posting right now. But let me tell you, I think that as long as you're having fun on the internet, you could jump on that trend, right? And I don't think that you have to overthink it on like, hey, should I post this? Should I remove that? Oh, it's going to do bad or what, you know, like don't spend so much time because that time that you're spending thinking about, hey, is this post going to do well? Or is this post serving my audience properly? Like, could I do better? The most important thing I can tell you is as long as your post is there, it's out there, it's doing something, right? And you're consistently showing up, which is super important because if you don't post, right, if you don't jump on that trend that seems like it's fun for you, right? Um, Then you are holding yourself back and you're holding your work back. So if it seems like it's fun to do and it's easy for you to do, if you're not overthinking it, go ahead and do it. Just do it right away. And it's never too late to do it either. I think one of my favorite posts that I've ever made, (laughs) I don't know if you remember this trend, but there was a trend where it was the Reading Rainbow um, theme song. Do you remember that? <laughs> the Reading oh, Rainbow yes, theme I, song. I vaguely remember this trend, yes. And you're like, um, you can put yourself into like um, 
a thing where you're you've got like math equations in space and your head's just flying around and you're the trend is to post something about something that's just like unclear, right? And while that doesn't totally apply to, uh, I mean, maybe there's a way to make it apply to your artwork, right? Like um, maybe there's something you can do, like which one do I put in an exhibition, this one or that one, right? Or uh, which one do I put on my website, this one or that one? Or what do you like more, this one or that one? I loved this trend and I think maybe I have done it a little too late, but it was perfect because when I made that post, I was asking all those questions that seem so complicated, like, how do I get into galleries if they don't accept submissions? (laughs) And it seemed like fun for me. So I just did it. And don't look at the numbers so much because they're going to change no matter what. So I, I feel like my answer was circular, but (laughs) hopefully it was helpful. No, I, I do think it's helpful. And, you know, we as artists, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience here, like we are so aesthetically minded that sometimes the irreverence of like an Instagram reel can, in our minds, it's completely destroying the perfect curation of our Instagram feed, right? Um, and I think that nowadays that is something to just not stress as much about and something that is, you know, for, for the, the OCD part of your brain um, or the, the artist part of your brain that is thinking that, um, basically, you can you can post a reel, right? And then once it's, you, you can let it kind of be uh, the, the, in the spotlight, in the, the focus. And then once you're kind of like good with it, then you can remove it from your profile grid uh, and then it'll be on the reels tab let the reels tab be very uncurated and then you can continue letting your, your uh, profile grid be this perfect uh, curation of your art. So that's that's what I've been doing. James, that's brilliant advice. And yeah, you know, that is exactly what that's for. You just put, take it off your grid, leave it in the reels tab. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, So Marina, what are the benefits of changing your art itself? and changing the marketing around the works when the art market pivots to valuing something new? And I guess a follow-up question to that, do you think that that's what an artist should do? Okay, so you can't see my face right now because this is an audio recording, but <laughs> you know, I just hope you know, I just envision me rolling my eyes. <laughs> I think that as an artist, you cannot do what you think is trendy if you are not feeling like this is authentic to you. The most important part of being an artist is to to be authentic and to spread your message genuinely because if you do not, then you kind of get yourself into some trouble because you're when you're when you're not authentic, it's almost like you're trying to keep up with a lie, right? And that becomes really, really difficult. <laughs> and so I think that you should never change your work based on what the trendy thing is in art. 
The only thing that I advise you to do is, again, to look at your own market. So, for example, something that, uh, it, this is a tool that I um, we used in the gallery world that I bring to the artists that I work with. So, what you want to do is see what's already selling that's your work, right? And how it's selling. So, the best place to start is to create folders on your computer and create image file. You know, you'll have image files for your work, hopefully. If, if not, just take a snapshot. And everything that's sold, put into one folder on your computer and then look at it in the thumbnail view. So you could see, is there a consistency in the kind of work that sells and then the kind of work that doesn't sell. So there might be another folder for the work that's not selling. And maybe there's a, a, a particular type of work that you're making, or maybe it's like a color or a pattern that you're constantly bringing in that's selling to your audience. So there, from that, you can make more of those. I love that tip. I'm actually going to do that today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's a a great way to look at it, you know. I and I've been um, I've been doing that with like my sales log. I've been trying to uh, like create like graphs and everything of like what pieces are selling the most. But the it's 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 visual in a numbers perspective, but it's not visual like literally looking at the artwork and just seeing like oh yeah, like everyone likes something with two people in it, or they like something that's blue or, you know, whatever it is, um, mm -hmm. you know, or like they like something where they don't see the face, yeah. you know, yeah. who knows what it is. Exactly. And that, that's, that's actually something <laughs> that, um, is always a question for myself is, uh, you know, like, cause some, sometimes people, when, uh, a face is too, uh, too detailed or you can really see who the person is, it's like, Oh, is this a family member? Like, Who's this a portrait of who you know? And it's like, no, 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 it's an artwork. So sometimes those don't sell as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very interesting, uh, very inter interesting strategy to to kind of put it all into a folder like that. I really like that. I'm so glad you like it. That means a lot coming from you because you have so much experience, especially <laughs> being the host of this podcast. I, you know, I'm I'm talking to a lot of people who who who've got some good advice. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to come right back with our final thoughts. But first, another message from our sponsors. Artists, not sure about the next move in your career? Whether you're a talented emerging artist or a nine to five career artist looking for an upgrade, Superfine Art Fair is the boost you've been waiting for. Showcasing top quality work with the highest level of production in the industry, Superfine has been continually developed over the past seven years to become the number one art fair for independent artists in the United States. If you want to make lifelong connections with collectors, if you're willing to learn new methods of marketing, and if you're able to make a plan and execute on it, then you're going to fit right in with our business artist community. From the East to the West, there are plenty of opportunities to expand your arts career with Superfine. To apply for a Superfine art fair near you, visit www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Mention the artist business plan during your qualification call and we'll take an additional $150 off of your booth fee for any city and any fair that you choose. We can't wait to welcome you to the Superfine community and start helping you sell more art today.
All right. So last question, Marina. This has been an amazing conversation. Let's go ahead and bring it home for our listeners. What is your number one tip for artists trying to be flexible with their art business? So I would love, I, can you tell me a little bit more about what you mean by them trying to be flexible? Yeah. So I think basically how we've been talking about, uh, artists adapting and gaining information about their work and then making pivots while still being authentic. Um, so what would you suggest when an artist is trying to be trying to be flexible in, in, uh, being open to new ideas, I guess. Mm, Okay. Very good. Okay. Good question. So, uh, I want to just drop in a little bit of a mindset tool that I use. So first and foremost in the, when you try to do something, you really have to be mindful of your words. There's a wonderful book that is super duper dated, but it has a very good message simply just from its title. It's called Your Word is Your Wand. And the idea behind this is that your mind believes everything that you tell it, right? So you could say like, hey, this cup is so heavy and it's so hard to pick up and then it'll feel like it's heavier, If you say like, hey, this coffee is so heavy, right? Or if I'm going to try to do something, there's a chance that I might not be able to accomplish that, right? So when you use the word try, and when you think to yourself like, hey, how can I try to be more flexible? Really mind your language because that is the number one way to set yourself up for success. So how can you be more adaptive, right? And as the market shifts, the most important thing is that you continue to stay authentic to your message. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, of course I'm authentic. But you might also be thinking to yourself, how can I make sure that I'm authentic? And the way that you make sure that you're authentic is you really think about how your unique perspective, how your unique identity and life experience informs your work and then why you do what you do. And as long as you have that message, you're always going to adapt uh, to the market because you're going to be attracting an audience that resonates with that message and resonates with you and your work. So it almost feels like I'm saying, don't worry about it. But (laughs) (laughs) what I'm saying is it truly starts, stability starts within you, right? So get get introspective and really hone in on this message so that as the the market changes, as things change, you can start to open up and listen to the people who are really interested in your message. Maybe your work is about astronomy and you want to attract an audience that's into astronomy and tell them why it's important that your perspective informs the work. Maybe 
you grew up during the space age, you know, the the start of the space age, and you saw astronauts on TV every day practicing to go up to the moon, right? And this is a big deal for you. So whatever it is, step into your authenticity and listen to your audience, and you're always going to be adaptive going forward. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, that's, I think, such a good uh, good way to look at it. Your word is your wand. Uh, but but definitely, I think authenticity has been uh, the theme of the podcast <laughs> over the last several years. Um, so definitely just, you know, focusing on not doing something just for the sake of doing something, you know, don't, don't change your work because you're like, ah, the market wants this. If it doesn't feel authentic to you. And then, you know, something that does feel like an authentic pivot for your work is going to be something that just naturally happens. If you, if there's some motif that is trending, if you are genuinely authentically into that motif, then your, your, your brain is going to be coming up with, with ideas and how to incorporate it into your work. And you're going to, you know, feverish, uh, fervorously, (laughs) excitedly, you're going to (laughs) excitedly add it into your, uh, into your work. So, um, yeah, I just start with authenticity and, and just, you know, ride the authenticity train from there. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, uh, for everyone listening, you can listen to this episode. You can listen to all our past podcast episodes, including all of our previous episodes with Marina uh, at superfine.world. To connect with uh, Marina, follow her Instagram at theartistadvisory. That has underscores in it. So it's the underscore artist underscore advisory on Instagram. Uh, be sure to check us out at Superfine Art Fair on Instagram and share whenever you're listening to and enjoying the artist business plan. Uh, as always, I'd like to wrap up by sharing a quick quote with you all. Today's quote is by Jerry Saltz. Art is changing again here now. Opportunities to witness this are rare, so attend and observe. Marina, it's been such a pleasure having you here with us today. As always, thank you for sharing your perspective with our listeners. For that, we are so grateful. Thank you so much for having me on. It is truly a pleasure. And I'll get you guys back on my podcast hopefully really soon, the Artist Advisory Hotline. Absolutely. I would love to be on your hotline. Uh, Everyone else, uh, have an awesome rest of your day. And remember to stay on top of your artist business plan, get out there, and make it happen. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan, hosted by me, Alex Mito, and me, James Milley. Join us each week to hear leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas discuss tips and tricks designed to help you thrive and sell more art. To listen to this episode and all of our past episodes, just visit www.superfine.world and click The Artist Business Plan. And we love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message just to let us know you're listening. Want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Go to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Until next time, keep listening, keep creating, and keep up your artist business plan.